Bokatov, today's daf is Aflamet Aleph in Baba Kama. <clears throat> and uh, again, we learned for Achimachal Baisit Shalom Asun Batsar Vashivya. And um, <clears throat> the, uh, there's the overriding concept that we're going to have today. Uh, we're going to have it more tomorrow also, but um, is that when you're driving behind somebody, you got to be careful, <laughs> right? It's always the guy, like sure. what happens in insurance in America? Right. Yeah, if you, if you, if you, okay, so normally when one car hits another car, the second car is responsible right. because he shouldn't have hit him, should have looked where he's going, kept his eye, right? Not get you went too close or should have been careful. However, if the first guy suddenly stopped, then it's questionable. So that's what we're going to talk about today also. Yesterday we talked about when two people were. Uh, you know, also, also kinds of nesek, you know, when one person causes another person nesek, which is Rabbin. Here we're talking about people walking or driving, same thing, in Rabbin. Two potters were walking, number one was walking first, number two was behind him. The first guy stumbled, and we had a machlokas the other day, whether stumbling is considered negligence or not, right? So, but here we say the first guy stumbled, Vinafal, and he fell. Vinisgal Hashem Rishon, the second guy stumbled over the first guy. The second guy stumbled over the first guy. Now, the first guy, we're going to see that even if you say that it's not, you know, it's not negligent to fall, you can you can slip and fall. Certainly, the second guy's stumbling on the first guy is less of a negligence than the first guy. The first guy should have looked where he's going. He stumbled. The second guy was behind him, stumbled. So, the first guy, in this case, caused the obstacle. This in this Rishon, Vinafal, he fell. Rishon, the second guy fell. The first guy, Arishon Chayv So over here, even though the second guy apparently didn't have time to stop, he was walking right behind the first guy. The first guy stumbled and fell. So we say that the first guy is responsible for damage done to the second guy. Now let's understand. We're going to talk about this also. Done directly by his body or done by Maybe his bag fell down that the guy tripped on his bag, his kalim, right? His kalim, did they, they cause the damage? And what damage is he responsible for? Is he responsible for damage that he did to the second guy's person or to his kalim? So we're going to talk about this. Amar B'yochanan, says the Gemara, Lo of Masisim, I don't see a mission goes like a mayor to Amar Nisko Poshea, who says that a Nisko, the one who stumbled, is considered negligent. And that's why the first guy, well, you said in our mission, the first guy is to pay the second guy. If the second guy stumbled over the first guy, the first guy uh, has to pay. It's the first guy's fault. Okay, don't say it's because the first guy is considered negligent. You could say that, but we're not saying that. Don't say our mission goes like Ramayor said the other day, listen, if you stumble, it's an accident. It's not your fault. And Potter. So normally, so why is the first guy have to pay for the second guy? The first guy stumbled. He he fell down. It was an accident. Why should he have to pay? Because he should have stood up. In other words, that he fell, that's not considered negligence. He could have fallen, you know, and if he broke something when he fell down, that was an accident. But here we're talking about he should have gotten up. What do you stay on the ground for? He should have gotten up. That's what Rabbi Yochman says. The reason he's high over here, so the first guy shouldn't have remained in the street. He should have gotten up. Even if he couldn't stand up, you should have warned the guy. Even if he couldn't stand up, he should have warned him. Rabbi Yochan says, no. Since if he couldn't stand up, right? You're saying, even if he couldn't stand up, he would have warned the guy. If the guy couldn't stand up, he was busy licking his wounds and you know and uh, checking what he's damaged by the fall. He shouldn't, he, it's not, he's not responsible to warn the other guy. He has a way to watch out. It's hard because he was occupied with uh, with his injuries that he had fallen from. So Rabbi Yochanan says that the reason why the first guy has to pay for the second guy is not because he fell and caused the obstacle, because he didn't get up. Rabbi Nachman wants to say, no, even if he couldn't get up, he should have warned him, and he's responsible for that. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, if you, if you couldn't get up, you don't have to do the warning. The warning is not... It, can't be blamed for not warning the guy behind you if you couldn't get up. If you, if, if the reason our Mishnah says you're is because you should have gotten up. Now we're going to try to bring proofs from the Gemara. Now is going to probably bring from the next Mishnayis against Rabbi Yochanan, showing that it made a difference. Maybe just warning is what you should have done. Even if you couldn't stand up, you should have warned. Rabbi Yochanan says no. If you couldn't stand up, you don't. You're not responsible for warning because if you couldn't stand up, obviously you were injured or you were, uh, you know, ch checking what was wrong with you, etc. 
and you didn't have you're not obligated to warn the guy behind you. And therefore, the reason our mission where you're high is because you should have stood up, you were able to stand up, and you didn't. Tanan, Mishnah says, we're going to have this mission on the base. Oh, you Balkar, or Rishon, or Balchavasachram. Two guys were walking in the street, and uh, there was a, one man was holding a beam. He was holding a beam. And behind him was a man with a barrel. And obviously, the beam at one point struck the barrel and broke the barrel and uh, caused damage. The barrel got lost, whatever was in the barrel, the wine, the, the honey, whatever. Nishbra Chavas Bekorah, and the barrel got broken by the beam. Potter. Obviously, the owner of the beam is not responsible. He was walking first, as we said. Normally, the guy behind you, the guy, the second guy, when there's two people driving a car, riding horses, walking, the second guy should be careful not to run into the first guy. Over here, the first guy had a beam. He was walking with his beam, and the guy behind him crashed his barrel into the beam. So the first guy's not responsible for that. So, if if the guy with the beam suddenly stopped, made a sudden stop, then you could say, if the owner of the beam stops suddenly, then he's chayev. My love. Now, why did he stop? My love. He was standing just to, you know, when you're holding a beam, you have to readjust it every once in a while. It's getting too heavy. It's slipping off your shoulder. My love. Which is normal to do that. And he's chayev. Why is he chayev? To have a little hazir. Because he should have warned him, even though even though he he was stopped for a legitimate reason, but he should have warned him. So you see, this lachar goes like of Nachma Yitzchak that even if you can't stand up, but you could have warned him, you could have warned, you're responsible for warning him. That's why you're chayiv in this case. If the if the first guy holding the beam stops suddenly, Sigmar says, "Lo shamed lafash." Here it's speaking about the reason why the first guy is responsible if he stops suddenly is when he stops suddenly for a rest. He didn't stop at that rest stop that they have, you know, two miles ahead. There's a rest stop on the side. He didn't. He stopped in the middle of the street. He stopped in the street and just just to rest. He wanted to take a break, which is not normal. Says Rashi, the Mishunu, it's not made for that. You want to take a rest. You stop, you go off on the side, stop at a gas station, at a hotel, at a rest stop. Don't stop in the middle of the street. But that's why he's high. Right? Not because he be not because he should have warned him, simply because he was wrong in stopping right there. Not, not to say that, oh, uh, even if he couldn't, uh, even if he had no, couldn't avoid stopping because it was normal to stop to, uh, to adjust the beam on his shoulder, uh, he should have warned him. No, if you're too busy because of something that's beyond your control and you're doing something normal, uh, you're not responsible to warn him. He's speaking about the reasons because he took a rest. But if he just stood to readjust the beam on his shoulder, then you would talk be Potter. With it, even if he didn't warn the other guy because he's doing something normal. So Adatani Sefer, the Sefer says, let's say he said, let the guy, the first guy holding the beam is walking first and he stopped suddenly and he said, stop, stop, I have to stop now. He's Potter. That's, so why talk the first case, he's Chayef because he stood to, you say he took the rest. And in the second case, if you told him to stop, you're Potter. Why did you have to give that case your part? The lift of the dead, make an Afkimina in the way you stop. If he stopped, if you warned him, then he's potter. You warned him, he said, I'm stopping now, be careful. Then you're potter. Why do you have to talk about that case? Listen to make enough community the way he stopped himself. When do you say he's chayiv? If he stood, if he stopped for, you know, for resting, he stopped for resting without warning the guy, then he's chayiv. But if he stood to adjust the beam, then he's potter. Why don't you make that enough community there? Says, no, you really you could make that enough community, right? So, uh, so, you, so you, trying to answer if that would be the case that uh, Azhara is necessary. We're assuming over here the reason he's chayiv is because he was Mazar. And this is no, he stood. He, the reason he stopped is because uh, he stopped to take a rest. That's why he's chayiv. He should he did something strange in Shusarabim. There's nothing to do with warning or not. So if that's the case, why didn't he make enough kamita between stand, stopping to rest versus stopping to adjust? The answer is Hakamash And the reason he tells you this is. Uh, even though he did something abnormal, he stopped to take a rest here. He's still putter there. Meaning, yes, in both cases, we're talking about where he stood to take a rest, which was not normal. So if he stopped suddenly to take a rest, then he's high to pay for breaking the barrel, even though the barrel was behind him. But, but, if he stopped the rest, which is abnormal, but he said, stop, I'm I'm warning you, then he's part of That's the Chiddush there. Yes, 
if he stood to, if he stopped just to, uh, to to adjust it, he wouldn't have had to say anything. He would have been putter. The reason he's chayiv is because he stopped to take a rest. That's abnormal, and that's why he has to pay. But there's no proof that for Ashora at all. Tashma, let's bring another proof against Rabbi Yochanan. Again, Rabbi Yochanan says that the reason why you're chayiv in our Mishnah, the first guy stumbled and the first, second guy stumbled on the on top of the first guy, is because the first guy should have gotten up. Not because he niskos poshea. That's understandable. He fell down. He's, the, the stumbling itself does not mean he's negligent. But he should have gotten up. So Rabbi says, no, even if he couldn't stand up, he should have warned him. And the fact that he didn't warn him, that's why he's high. Rabbi says, no, if you can't stand up, you don't have to warn either. Toshma will bring a book here. I thought about like another case we're going to have later on. You had potters and in, uh, glazers, uh, people, you know, uh, uh, break, people carrying breakables, earthenware, glass, right? and Again, one was number one. Number two was following number one. This is the first guy fell down, the first guy stumbled and fell down. Listen carefully. The second guy fell, stumbled on top of the first guy. Then there was the third guy. The third guy stumbled too. What do they call that? Multiple, multiple car accident, right? I think there's another word for it, right? Like, you know, like um, chain reaction, but there's a, there's a word for it, you know. Uh, they call that. There's a slang word for it. What you're calling is the formal word, a multiple car, uh, a pileup, whatever. There's a pileup. The first guy stumbled. The second guy stumbled on the first guy. And the third guy stumbled on the second guy. Listen to the halach here. The, the first guy is responsible for the damage done to the second guy. The second guy is responsible for the damage done to the second guy. The damage done to the third guy. Let's say everybody fell because of the first guy. In other words, the third guy didn't stumble on the second guy. They all fell because of the first guy. How did that happen? We'll see if he, you know, the first guy fell and blocked the whole road. We call that jackknifing, right? He jackknifed and broke the, the broke dominoes, the whole thing. The yeah, no, not the dominoes. That the, the domino, the third guy, the first the second guy fell on the first guy, the third guy fell on the second guy. The, that's dominoes, right? Here we're talking about the first guy jackknifed and everybody stumbled on him. Then he has to pay damages for every but if they warned one another, as the second guy went down, he warned the third guy. As the first guy went down, he warned the second guy. Then Pturim. Again, all you have to do is, is warn him. Like Rav Nachman said, Nachman Yitzchik said, if he warned him, that's good enough, even if he even if he couldn't get up. My love, Shalohayimon Lama, or we speaking where he could, they couldn't stand up, whatever, they were injured, whatever, they couldn't stand up, but they should have yelled out, and that's how they're responsible, which proves like Rav Nachman, because according to Biochanan, if they couldn't stand up, then... Uh, if they couldn't stand up, then they're potter. The reason you're chayv on a mission is because he could have stood, stood up. My love, No, you don't say it's speaking where they couldn't stand up, but they could warn, and that's the issue here. If you warned or not, no, they could have stood up, right? They could have stood up, and that's why they're chayv to pay. But if they wouldn't stand up, my potter, again, if that's the case, that they're chayv because they could have stood up and they didn't stand up, and therefore they caused this chain reaction. But if they wouldn't be able to stand up, they'd be potter. Yochi Adatani Sefer, why didn't Sefer say, if they warned one another, you're potter. Again, they make enough mean itself by the way, by their by the physical aspect of the, could they stand up? When do you say number one has to pay for number two and number two has to pay for number three when they could have stood up and they didn't? But if they weren't able to stand up, then they'd be potter. Why don't you say that itself? Why did you say this nafkamina that you say that speaking about where they couldn't stand up? So if that's the case, why say in the safer? But if they warned one another, they're potter. Make an afkmina where they could stand up or not. Again, even though they could have stood up, yes, he was and they're potter there too. Again, if the if the idea that Rabbi Yochanan is saying is, and passing like Rabbi Yochanan, is that the reason for your chiv is because you could have stood up and you didn't. Not because you're poshea. Poshea is not... Is that uh, niskal is not pushy. A person who stumbles is not necessarily negligent. He's not responsible for that. He's responsible for not standing up. He could have corrected the situation. It's like when a person had an accident and you didn't clear the accident. You fell down. You should have gotten up. If you couldn't stand up, okay, then you're putter. But the reason our Mishnah, why number two has to be paid by number one and, or number three by number two in the Brisa is because they should have stood up and they didn't. But even so, it says that even if they could stand up, even if, if they could stand up uh, and they didn't, but they warned one another, they're also putter. Not that nafmin is whether they stood, could have stood up or not. If they couldn't stand up, then they're putter. If they could stand up, they're chayim. 
But even if they could stand up and they didn't, but they warned one another, that's also okay. They're putz because he warned them. He said, he gave him fair warning and said, be careful, don't trip over me. Amarab, in this last case, in the Brisa, the where we're talking about three cases, three different, three people, a chain reaction, a pile up, one, two, and three. Amarab, Rishon Chayi Benizkeshen. Listen carefully, now it's a very difficult piece of Gemara. Amarab, Rishon Chayi Benizkeshen. Let's call it Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, right? Number two, number, first was Reuben, then Shimon stumbled on Reuben, and Levi stumbled on Shimon. So Risha, the first guy, Rishon, Reuben is Chayev Beniske Sheni, Bain Beniske Gufo, Bain Beniske Mamono. Reuben is Chayev for damaging Shimon, whether he did the damage with his body or with his assets, with his chateau, right? Whether whether it's uh, um, whether he uh, let's say he dropped something or he had a, he, he had an a, whatever an animal or something with him, whatever something else caused the damage, not the man himself. Not the man himself, right? Uh, so he says um, that Reuben is chayef to pay for damages done to Shimon, whether he did the damage with his body, like the guy tripped over him or he hurt him, or some of his uh, his assets did the damage, right? Let's say he had a uh, he had a, a vase with him and that fell down. And the guy tripped on that. Sheni chayef beniske shlishi. Shimon is only chayef for damaging Levi beniske gufa v'lo beniske mono. Only with if he damaged Shimon, if Shimon damaged his body, remember, a person is always responsible, even if he's asleep, even if he's asleep, he's responsible for his actions. There's different cases where there's an accident, but if it's not an accident, you don't consider this an accident, you should have done something, you should have gotten up. But he's not responsible for damage done with his assets. Now, what's the difference? We have Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. If Reuben fell and Shimon fell on him or his asset, makes no difference, he's higher. Reuben has to pay for damage that Reuben did with, with his body or Reuben did with his assets. Whereas Shimon only has to pay for Levi with damage done by his body, but not with his assets. Why? What's the difference? If you say that a person who stumbled <coughs> is considered negligent, so the second guy stumbled, the first guy stumbled, the second guy stumbled. If you say that it's not considered a negligence at all, a lifter. Well, if if it was if it wasn't uh, if it was an accident, meaning the fact that he stumbled is not considered negligence, so why should he have to pay also? So again, that's that's the question the Gemara raises. The Rashi here is really all the way down on Amit Beis here near the, before the wide lines because the on, on the Rashi on the words that we've just covered on on uh, Amit Aleph is really uh, the, those words are covered on Amit Beis and gears over here. So the Gemara answers Rishon Vadi Peshehu. The first guy is about a poshea, and we're assuming now that means that in this skull, if you stumble, you're poshea, like like Rameyer said before. Rishon body poshea. The first guy is about a poshea, and therefore he's responsible for all damage that he did. Shani, the second guy, Shimon, Agufa Machayev, he's Chayev for his body. Ah, now we're saying like this. Take a look at Rashi, even with Yulian Ashas, even with the words Masnisan in the Gemara, right before the five, five, six lines before the lines get wide. The first guy fell on his own. What about his mamon? What about his assets? It's like he dug a bore. What is a bore? Bore is a pit. But what is bore? Bore means if you left your knife or your uh, broken glass or anything you left in Rosh Hashanah, that's a bore. So the, on his body, if Reuben damaged Shimon with his, Reuben's body, that's his, if he's a mazik. And in his, and in his mamon, his assets that fell down, his belongings, let's call that his belongings sounds better, I think. Mamona means his, his belongings. Havilgari is digging a bore. Umachayev mia agufo desheni. And he's chayev for damaging the body. And as we, when we say Reuben's chayev for damages that he does to Shimon, whether he did it with Reuben's body or Reuben's belongings, either way, but it's damage that he did to Shimon's body, not to Shimon's belongings. Why? Because if he did the damage done by Reuben's belongings to Shimon's belongings is a bore, and bore is Pater and Caleb. Shor velo Adam Chamor velo Caleb. So he's not there. So Machayev mi agufo desheni uksavarava. Going to Rami, going on a Rashi before the lines get wide. Uksavarava the Rabbanon lo pligel the Rameir. The Rabbanon don't argue with Rameir bin Neskoposhe. Everybody holds that. Abayi said before it's machlokes between Rameir and Rabbiuda or Rameir and Rabbanon. Whether Niskos Pashea, everybody holds at this point that Niskos Pashea, 
Machlokas is only after you fell by accident, you tripped on something, you fell by accident, and your mouth, your zikr, is that a bore or not? But if you fell by itself, in other words, we're saying at this point, keep your finger there, we're at the end of the first of the wide lines in Rashi, and look at the top of the page in the Gemara. Rishon Vadek Poshehu, because he fell, and he stumbled on his own, and he's responsible. His for he's responsible for any damage he did to Shimon with his body, right? Or that he did with his assets, with his belongings. Why? Because his belongings is now a bore. He dropped, but let's call it, give me an example. He was holding a glass in his hand, right? When he was walking, he's holding his coffee and he, he stumbled and he fell down. And if he did damage directly to Shimon with his body, then he's responsible for that. If he did damage with his broken coffee glass, coffee cup that China fell down and broke, then he's responsible for damaging with his bore. But, right, for his bore, because bore is higher for damage done to a person, not for killing a person, but for damage done to a person. So Risham Posheo, Shani, Agufo, but the second guy, Shani, top line in the Gemara now, Shani, Agufo, Machai, he's high to Havile Lama, he should have stood up. Not that his responsibility is great, that the first guy stumbled on his own, right? Ruben stumbled on his own. Shimon stumbled on Ruben. That's not as bad. It's it's somewhat bad, but it's not so bad. But he should have stood up. Shani agufa mechayzi chayv to havi lelam v'lamad. I'm a mono potter. Why is he potter for his mum and for his heaven? Damalei high beer v'lavanekris. I didn't dig this. I didn't dig this pit. Who dug this pit? Ruben. He's the one who fell down and caused the whole problem. The chain reaction, as you call it, the pileup. He was the one who started this. Shani now look in Rashi. The end of the first of the wide lines of Rashi. Shani ben Nifil also onusu. He's an onusu. He fell there. It was an accident. Akufa mi mechayev, but he's chayevs in kemas v'yedai. I'm sure he should have stood up. That's what we're saying right now. Notice we're trying to say what's the difference between Reuben to Shimon versus Shimon to Levi. Reuben is certainly a poshia. We're assuming now that Nisko is poshia. So he's he's poshia, and on his body he's chayev because he he's doing damage to Shimon with his body. And if his assets, if his broken coffee cup does damage to Shimon, he's chayev because that's his bore. Okay, Shani, the second guy, though, is not as responsible because he fell down by accident on the first guy. When we say Niskel's Poshea, the first guy is Poshea, but the second guy fell on the first guy. He was right in front of him. He, he stopped. Suddenly, he fell down. And he fell on top of the second guy, fell on the top of the first guy. So, therefore, his responsibility is only his good because he should have stood up. But as far as as far as far his belongings go, David Lamelovit, I'm a monopotter because I didn't think I didn't think it was a all right, that's how you're explaining it right now. I'm reading Rashi now, the third line of the wide lines of Rashi. If you're after an accident, we said before your potter, even why it says that the Shimon lost his coffee cup too. So why can't he say it? The answer is because he could, if he's after an accident, he's potter for that. That's what we said before. What are you hire for bore when you threw the bore in Rishon Sarabim? Or by, you know, you left it there. But if it, if it was by accident in your mafgarit, your potter. That's what we're saying right now. Mesve, back in the Gemara, the end of the third line of the Gemara. Mesve, the Brysis is like this. All of them, meaning Reuben to Shimon and Shimon to Levi, they're all chayav on damage done by their body. Then he says, your potter niskimamona. Now, Rabbi to Rabbi say, Reuben's chayav, whether his body or his belongings did the damage to Shimon. Shimon's only chayev on his body because he should have stood up and he didn't, but he's potter on this gemamon because he's mafrin chosme after an accident and he's potter for that. But here the Bryce says, cool and chayev on this gemamon. They're all chayev for damage done by their body, meaning Reuben to Shimon and Shimon to Levi, who putun on this they're potter for damage done by their belongings. Everybody's potter, meaning Reuben too. That goes against what Rabbi said. My love, Afilo region, even Reuben damaging Shimon is also potter on his, on his um, uh, assets, on his belongings damaging Shimon. It's low. The Barmi Rishon, we've seen except for the first one. But it said Kulam. The Bryce just said Kulam Chaim. They're all of them. Who, who's all of them? We're only talking about two guys over here. You know, there's only Reuben and Shimon. Reuben's Chayev for damaging Shimon. Shimon's Chayev for damaging Levi. It says Kulam. They're all Chayev on, on damage done by their body, but not done, damage done by their assets. Okay. Uh, he says, no, it doesn't mean Reuben. But he said Kulam. The ones who were damaged. The cool is going on the Nazak and the ones who were damaged, right? The only all the ones that are damaged, right? We're not talking about cool. We're not talking about Reuven. Reuven wasn't damaged. Reuven damaged the others, right? Reuven stumbled, right? He 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 damaged Shimon. 
Shimon damaged Levi. The ones who were damaged, the only high for that for, for Mamani. So you're only talking about Shimon and uh and uh, Levi. So they're only higher for Niske, uh, uh, for Niske Gufa, not for Zgun. Because again, we said Shimon is only higher to Levi for damage done by Shimon's body, not by his assets, because he said, I didn't build, I didn't make this pit. So it's more high my, I understand you. Yeah, I'm a Bishla, my region. If you say Reuben and Shimon are both putter on damage done by their belongings, Heinrich Tony Kulon says all of them. Eli, I'm the Barmerician. If you mean, except for the first guy, meaning only the ones who were damaged, Mike Kulon, listen to him and suck and just say, what do you say, Kulon? Just say the ones who were damaged. The ones who were damaged can only recover uh, losses done by the one who damaged them's body, but not by their, uh, not by the one who damaged them's assets. Say it that way. Say, what do you say, Kulon? Listen to him and suck him. Elam Rava, so Rava now changes it temporarily. We'll see a different shot. Elam Rava, when Rava really means it's, uh, it could be that others have a gear set. It's not Elam Rava because Rava was the one who explained it. Rava, we're dealing with Rava, but uh, it means like this Elam Rava, Rishon Chayev, Bain Beniske, Gufu, the Shani Beniske, Rishani. What it means is this. We're trying to explain what he mean over here. The Bryce says you're only Chayev on damage on by the body, not by the not by your, not by the broken coffee cup that, that fell down when you broke. So he says, you know what it means? Rishon chayev bein beniske goof with the shani means whether you chayev on this case goof of the second person, not goof, not damage done by Reuben's own body, but in this case goof that he did the, to the body of Shimon bein beniske mamona the shani. That's what he's trying to explain it. The brisa means this: that that we says kulin chayev on this case goof of tonon eske mamona. Right, your pots are on damage done by the coffee cup. Uh, how does that? Uh, how does that? Rabbi, how does Rabbi jibe with with that? And it means this: Ella Ruben, when Rabbi, when Rabbi said that, that Ruben's chayiv for Shimon for everything, and Shimon's only chayiv for Levi on Gufa. So you know what it means? Ruben is chayiv for damage that he did to the Gufa of Shimon or to the assets of Shimon. Why? Because Ruben is a person; he's not a boar, right? And when Ruben fell. You're high for damage you do to another person. You're high for damage you do to his assets, to his car, to his to his donkey, to anything that he owns. That's what he means over here. The, we're trying to say that you're not high for damage done by your belongings, your coffee cup that broke. Right? We're trying. That's what the Bryce has said that everybody is only high on damage done by the body, not by the belongings. So when Rubba said Ruben's high for goof and mamon, Shimon's only high for goof. What's that? Alam Rava. Not, not done, done by the goof of Ruben, but he's high for the Nesachim done, the damage done to the body of Shimon, or the or the assets that he's in because he's he's doing it himself. The Shani, the second guy, who's less responsible because he, he fell on the first guy, he's responsible for damage that he did to the body of Levi. Because we're explaining now that Shimon effectively is like a boar. Shimon's like a boar because he fell down by accident on top of the first guy. So he's like a boar. Beloved, seen a boar, Boar's not high for Caleb. Reuben, you say, is somewhat responsible because he was the first one who stumbled. So he's high for any damage that he did to Shimon, whether Shimon or Shimon's assets, right? Uh, Shimon's only higher for damage that he did with his own body because he should have stood up. But uh, he's not responsible for any damage uh, that he did to the belongings because he's like a boar there, and you don't find that a boar is high on Caleb. So take a look at Rashi. Take a Rashi about six, seven lines down in the in the page in Rashi in the wide lines. I mean, you're not Ruben's not high for damage done by Ruben's coffee cup to Shimon. The la poshehu. He's not. He stumbled. Stumbling is not poshehu. But only the only damage we're talking about is the difference between Reuben and Shimon that Rubba's painting is, some, is, is talking about Nezakim that, that he did with Reuben's body. The first guy is a Masik. He wasn't, it wasn't a, um, he, he wasn't negligent in that he fell, but he should have gotten up. And therefore, if he did any damage to Shimon, whether to Shimon's body or to Shimon's ass, he has to pay. But damage was done by Reuben's body. Avoshani, but the second guy, Shimon, even if he should have stood up, he's not as bad as, as Rishon. The Rishon, more of a Boshe, it's a fine difference. 
Hilkach Rishon Bari Avimazik Sheni Mestai. It's enough. Mishav is like good for making him like a boar. Sheni, it's enough if, if Shimon is like a boar now. In what sense? He's hired for damage done to Levi's body, but he's not hired for Levi's assets, for Levi's belongings, because boar is not hired on Caleb. That's what we mean to say. We're not talking, when we talk about goof and mama, we're talking about the, of the one of the damaged person, not the one who's doing the damage. Again, we assumed in the Havmina that we're talking, that Ruben's talking about the, done, damage done by your body, by the damager's body or by the damager's belongings. Now we're saying no. We're talking. He's talking about the, the belongings and the body of the one who's damaged. And again, take a look at back in the Gemara. of damage that Reuben himself did by his body, but not by his belongings. Why? Because his belongings is like a boar, and a boar is not chayiv on belongings. Vesheni chayiv, right? Vesheni chayiv. But not damage that he did to his mom. Why? Because he himself is a boar. He himself is a boar, and boar is not high on damage done to Caleb. You could say Shmuel says anything you put in Rishis Rabbim, whether you're mafia or not mafia, is a boar. So you could say a person who fell is also a boar. You know, if you, uh, I guess uh, here's a terrible example. If you killed somebody and took the body and threw it in the street, that's also a bore. You know, you could say it that way. El Rav the Amar Rav says e afker a. Rav says the red the bore is only if it's hefker Elo lo. So you're not mafker your body. <laughs> Even if Shimon fell and got hurt, whatever, he's not mafker's body. So you can't call that a bore. Michael, maybe this 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 far doesn't work to say that we're talking about the object rather than the uh, damager. We're talking about the object of the the one who's damaged. Uh, that doesn't work, and, and and that's why the second guy Shimon is Potter uh, is is uh, Potter from damaging the assets of of uh, Levi because Shimon himself is a bore. Uh, according to Rovan, Shimon can't be a bore, can't be mafker himself. Michael Mamer, so we're going back to the first way now. <laughs> we're going back to the first way. We're talking about when Rav, when Rava said that Rovan's hired for damage done to Shimon. Not to Shimon's assets or Shimon himself. We're talking about when Reuben did damage with himself or with his assets. With his teacup hurt him, hurt the other guys also. Potter. What we say? We said Kulin Chayavin. We said the Bryce that said Kulin Chayavin on this kigufa and Pton this kigmom. What are you going to do there? Rava says that Reuben is higher for Nizakum that he did with his assets, with his belongings, with his teacup that fell. Uh, we're talking about if you Caleb damaged other Caleb, Caleb damaged other Caleb, Caleb are like a boar, and they damage other Caleb, they're potter for that. That's what he means over there. When he says over here, again, take a look at now in the Gemara, uh, in Rashi, rather, Rashi further down. Um, says, about halfway down in the wide lines. And Rashi says, Like we're going to said originally, the Rishon, be a dime. Whether it's Reuven or Shimon's bodies, that's like And your damage, even says everything, even if you're a mafia, that the person's damaging with his body. If you damage with your body, you're high on everything. So Reuben's chayiv even on damage that he did to Shimon's kalim because he did the damage with his body. So therefore, it's a bore, right? In other words, if damage done by your body, you're chayiv in all cases, right? You did it yourself. And damage done by the first guy's teacup that fell and broke, and this uh, uh, coffee cup, whatever, uh, broke, and that did damage to Shimon. Yes, you're chayef for uh, Boris chayef for damage to, to another person's body. Ularav, Ilofgre chayef. If you were not mafgre, you're chayef because it's also your boar. The afgre have a boar, then this go meatsmo posheo, right? If ask us the afgre, then it's a boar, then this go meatsmo posheo. And then now we're saying that this was the first guy is responsible, is is a posheo. Why? The Nezik Mufka Deones, 
is Potter. You know, it's like, you know, he, it's not his fault. What about the price that said Shafila Risha Mamono Potter? The price says the first, even the first guy, Ruben's Mamon is Potter. I knew Hecha the Husku Kalem the Shane became the Rishon, the Mifta Mishum, the Bornian of Lochai Vasa Kalem. So therefore, it makes sense this way. Again, what is Rabba saying at the end of the day? Look back on Rav on Ahmed Aleph, Amrava, Rishon Chaibineske Shani, Bainiske Mufanus. In other words, if you did damage to Levi, uh, uh, Ruben did damage to Levi, he's high whether he did it with his body or whether he did it with his teacup. With he did it, if he did the damage with his teacup, why? Because damage you do to a person, even if your teacup is a bore now, but you set up a bore and your bore is, is uh, high for damaging a person. Where I, with the Bryce has said, that that's if your mama damaged the other guy's mama. If you're bored, if you're Caleb, if you're bored, damage the other guy's Caleb, bores Potter on Caleb. That's what he means. But your bore is Chayev for damaging Levi. Why is Le- I'm for damaging uh, Shimon? Why is Shimon Potter for damaging Levi? Why is Shimon talking to Levi? We said Shimon is not a, a bore. The answer is Shimon is only Chayev on, on the uh, on, on damage that he did with his body. There's a body, and he'd be high for damage with his body, even on the Kalim of Levi. Right? He'd be high for that, but he's potter on the Kalim. Uh, uh, he's potter on the Kalim. Why? Rash said, Rash said, the Kalim, lo, Milsa, Rabbi, Kavishim, and Ricard, Rishim, Rabbi, Kavishim, and Vafil, Shmuel, Avo, Begufo, Arbu, below Bor, the high on this Kalim, Umamoros, Rishim, Shmuel, Bed after Bilaf, Kibor, because it's it's like a bore that was Mufkai they own us through an accident. If it was Mufka not by a person, the first guy Ruben fell, that's his fault. He fell Niskos Pashea. And therefore, if he damaged Shimon, either he damaged Shimon with his body, or even if his assets, his bore damaged Shimon, he's also Chayev because your bore damaged. Not if he killed Shimon, but if the bore damaged. The second guy, though, fell, right? His accident was because of the first guy's. And if he did damage with his body, he should have stood up, but he didn't. The damage he did with his uh, with his assets, with his teacup, his potter. Why? Because it's it's came uh, day and ones mufka day ones. You're potter for that, and therefore that's that's why the uh, I the Brisa said that all assets are potter. Right, even Ruvain's mashma, even Ruvain's teacup that damaged Shimon's would be potter. That's against Rabbi. No, it's only if Ruvain's teacup damaged Shimon's teacup. It damaged his assets. But if his uh, if his teacup damaged Shimon in any way, then he'd be chayev. That's what that's what he, that's what Rava, that's what Rava means. And that's what he means in the Gemara. Back in the Gemara, the Kashlach Kuhn Chayavim talking about very simply. Ruvain's Kalim are responsible if they damage Shimon's body. Again, Ruvain says. Ruben is responsible for any damage he did to Shimon, whether he damaged Shimon's body, whether he damaged Shimon's kalim with his body, with his own body. And but if his kalim damaged Shimon, yes, they'd be high for that. His boar damaged uh, uh, damaged Shimon. But if his kalim damaged Shimon's kalim, be potter because his kalim, Ruben's kalim is a boar, and a boar is potter on kalim. That's how it works out up here. Omar Mar, in Mahmas Risho Nuflu, he said in the Mishnah that if they all, if they fell because of the first guy, right? Then Rishon Chayiv and Eskei Kulam. If there was Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, Shimon's following Reuben, Levi's following Shimon. And if they all fell because of the first guy, then he's, he's Chayiv for all because, you know, he was a Boshe. How did he fall? How, it, usually you think of a chain reaction, right? Or dominoes, you said. How does that work? So Rapap Amr, the Paschal, the Keshilda. He, he uh, it was like a carcass that fell across the whole road. He blocked jackknife, what we call that jackknife. And, Cut off the whole road. Ramzvid Omar, and maybe Jack Knack only works on a uh, tractor trailer. <laughs> I think that's the word. But the point is, he fell across the road, right? Ramzvid Omar, Kachutu Desamusa, like the uh, like a blind man's stick. You know, it fell across the whole way and blocked the whole way. So if the first guy fell in a way that the second guy and the third guy and the fourth guy, in fact, they all fell because of him, then he's responsible for all. Now, this is the Mishnah. This is the Mishnah we referred to before. Yeah. Yeah. Could you just explain the thing with uh, Hefker here? Yeah, with Hefker, it just means this. Very simply making an Afkamina. According to Shmuel, anything you put in the street, you're chayef for, with your mafkrit or not. Rav holds it's only bore if you're mafkrit. If it's yours, 
it's not hefker, then it's damaged because of shore. But even here, be potter, that's what I say. Even it's it's like your shore, it's like your karen, if it's yours, it's not bore, right? So you say, but your bore so if it's your karen, you're also high, but it was an accident. Anything, the point is that you're that um, we're we're going the idea that the second guy, the Shimon who fell on 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 Ruben, you stumbled on on Jim. He's responsible for not getting up. So any damage he did to Levy with his body, fine. But anything we did to his assets is like a bore that he was mafter and he's potter because it came about through an ones. In other words, somebody caused an accident and then, you know, you, 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 somebody caused an accident and you had your glass items were in the street and you're mafter because of an accident, you're not responsible for that bore. It's automatically healthcare, but because it's an ones, we don't count. That's right, we don't count. Exactly right. So therefore, even if he did damage with even if he did damage with those assets to Levy's person to the body, yeah. he still would be fucked. Yeah, suppose when he, when he falls, right. he actually breaks his leg and he can't get up. So still the, no, then he's not responsible. Then he's not then he's he not if he can't get up, that's what the mission said in the first case. That if he can't get up, it's not his fault. Okay. Right? If he can't get up, then it's not his fault. Um uh, that's uh, excuse me. I, I, let me qualify. That's the way Rabbi Yochanan explained the Mishnah because he said Nisko is not Posheo. If you hold that Nisko is Posheo, that the first guy stumbled and it's his fault, and even if he broke his leg, it's still his fault. So it depends if you hold Nisko is Posheo or not. At the end, we came out that Nisko. I mean, Rabbi Yochanan said it's not because of Nisko Posheo, but at the end, this last shot in the Gemara, we're saying that the first guy is responsible because he is Posheo. Right, he says that's what she said. Lola Milsa Rabbikara, and the first for the Guf, So it depends, even if you say the Niskmiatsma, he says Mashma Nisko is Poshea. So if you hold that Nisko stumbling is Poshea, if you hold that way, it's machlokis. If you hold that Nisko Poshea, so just for falling, you're you're it's your fault. You're negligent. If you can't get up now because of that, that's still your fault. But if you hold Nisko is not Poshea. That you're not—that's not considered negligence. Then you only the negligence here would be that you didn't get up when you could, and if you couldn't get up, then you're not responsible. Said Baba Chavisa again. The case we had before, we mentioned this Mishnah that uh, one guy is coming along with his uh, barrel of wine, let's say, another guy's coming with a beam. Potter. If they're coming in opposite directions, they're coming facing one another. Whose fault is it? They didn't have a divider in the road. Two guys are coming facing each other. One guy's got a beam, one guy's got a barrel. And they ran into each other. Who's responsible? Nobody is. The potter, because they both had the right of way. They both had right of way. Talk about they both had a right. Shows that potter. Shows that they both had permission. No, let's say they weren't facing one another. They weren't, they didn't both have, they both had equal right of way. Not that case. Let's say the first guy was what? The, be- the guy with the beam was walking first, and the guy with the barrel was behind him. So the guy with the barrel should have walked, watched, watched the guy with the beam. Because he said, why did you run into me? You crashed into me. Not my fault. We said, if the Balakora stood, stopped suddenly, and we said, he's like the Poshea, right? He stopped suddenly, then he's higher. Even though, even though he stopped suddenly and he was Poshea, he said, wait, halt, stop. He warned him. That means like t- t- putting your brakes on and your lights show, you know. He told the Balachavis to stand. Then he's Potter. Let's say it was the other way around. The, guy, the barrel was walking first. And the guy with the beam was following him. And the guy with the beam crashed and broke the Nishbra Chavis Bakara. Then the guy with the beam is responsible because he crashed into the barrel. He was following the barrel. Imam al-Balchavis, again, if the, if the barrel, the guy with the barrel stops suddenly, then the guy with the beam is potter. Imam al-Balchavis, but if he said stop, Imam al-Halt, you know, then he's chayv, because he should have stopped. And therefore, if the, uh, if the Balchavis was shooting, and he, and he didn't stop, and he ran into him, he's chayv. One guy is coming with his uh, fire and one's coming with his flax. Again, it's the same idea that one is damaging the other. The same rules would apply. If they both have the right of way, you're potter. If the, if, if the, if, uh, one, if the damager was following the other guy, he should have stopped. It was the other way around. He didn't have to. It's a strange question. A man damages his wife while they were having beer. What would you say there? Now, apparently, maybe they got divorced right afterwards and she she had a claim against them. Otherwise, they're married. You know, that's, even if he pays her, he, he acquires it anyway, right? So what's the rule here? 
presumably we're talking about where you know there was there was a claim out. Even the Bishus Kavadis say since he did it in their normal manner while they were married, he didn't do anything abnormal, uh, Potter. Odilma, he violated and should have been more careful. If he hurt her, let's say, you know, he, he physically hurt her. She required medical attention. We learned, they both had permission. Over here, they were both doing things in the normal way, and they both had permission there. If each had Rishus, you should be Potter. Amarava, Rava said, look at the other way around. You see, from our Mishnah, if they both have permission to to walk, let's say, they had the right of way, they both had the right of way over here, then you should be Potter. Amarava, Kavachomer, the other way around. What's the case when you go into Gullus, when you killed somebody by accident, right? You went into the forest, they both went into the forest, and uh, and they picked up the axe, and the thing flew off, right? And it killed the guy. Both had permission to go into the forest. Still, you're responsible for killing that guy. Okay, you're not high of death because you didn't do it on purpose, but you got to go into Gullus. Your, your life is ruined. It's like, even though they both had permission, still it's as if the murderer went into the rishus of the other guy. Uh, and you're here, the, the husband certainly went into the rishus of the of the wife. You know, he inserted himself into her. Well, Kolshke, certainly he should be responsible. What about our mission? She says that they both have permission to be there. They both have the right of way. They're both the same. There, they're both, in the case where one guy's walking with a beam and the other guy is walking towards him with the barrel, they both had right away. They both had permission to be there, right? They're both, they're both equal. But over here, the husband is doing the action. She's not, she's not doing a maise. When it comes to adultery, they're both killed. Why did you say she didn't do anything? Mikaravan says they're both killed. But they're both involved in it. They both have pleasure. But he is doing the Misa, and therefore the argument can be made, you know, uh, the argument can be made that he should have been more careful. And if there's a claim, she might have a claim against him. So the Mishra is like this. The Mishra, if he was, Balkar was first, that the guy with the beam was walking first, and the guy with the barrel was behind him, right? Omrish Lakesh, Shtay Paros Bushisarabam, this is the case we've had several times before. Two two cows were in the Shisarab. One is lying down. One's walking. If the one who was walking kicked the one who was lying down, because she shouldn't have been lying down over there. If the one who was lying down kicked the one who was walking in the normal way and, and permission to be there, they'd be hired. So we have a proof from our Mishnah. If the Balkar was first, the Balkhavas Achron, so Bal Rishon, right? Nishbura Chavis Bekorah Potter. Right, your putter. If the if the uh, uh, if the guy with the barrel crashed into the guy with the uh, beam, he's putter. The imamad, if he stood, the imamad balkora. If the balkora stops suddenly, chayev. Bahacha the kravutza kamalechas dummy. Over here, it's like when the guy with the barrel, when the guy with the beam stops suddenly, he had no business. Like the, it's like the cow lying down in the street. There, he had no business lying down. This guy had no business stopping suddenly. Says do I need proof for this? I understand. If you're saying if the guy, if the if the cow lying down in the street damaged the person, damaged the cow walking by, clearly he had no right to do that. He had no business lying down in the street. I need a proof for that. Lomastai, now I'll tell you that now that Lomastai, you're bringing a proof. Like, is this is this a how does it need a proof? Not only is this not a proof, now it's not really a proof. You could ask a kasha from this case on the case of the Ravutza. Why? Time it about this is why. The lion who was laying down kicked the one who was walking. Let's say he didn't kick. And that's just damaged him because he was walking and he stumbled on him. Smash should be putter. Why should it be putter? But Maslis and the Mamela, but Tani, Amish is talking about where uh, if it's Mamela, if if the uh, barrel uh, uh, barged into, crashed into the beam, uh, you could say the same thing where the when the when the beam stopped suddenly, uh, it stopped suddenly, the, the barrel crashed into him. That's like the uh that's like the cow walking and getting and tripping on the uh on the animal that was that was kicked. And that's Mashma, it's Mashma you'd be putter in the case of the of the if the if the lying down animal did not kick the other animal, it's Mashmi Putter. Here it's Mashma that he'd be higher because the fact that he was laying in the street there where he shouldn't have been is like the uh, beam stopping suddenly. So, so the Mishnah is speaking about where he blocked the whole road. 
you'd block the whole road. You could say Mishnah is like where the beam blocked the whole road, and that's why, you know, it's not a kasha from the Mishnah. The Mishnah is where the beam blocked the whole road, so you had no option. Whereas in the case of the animal, the animal was lying down on one side of the street. He boiled the street, could have gone on the other side. So you can't ask the Elisefa, let's just finish. Elisefa, the Masnisa, and the Sile. The end of the Mishnah is a proof of Rishlakish. The Tani, Hayabal Chavis, Rishon, Ubal Kora Achram. It says what? If the if the owner of the barrel was walking first and the owner of the beam was following him, Nishba Chavis Bakora, and the barrel broke by the Korah, because of a Korah crashing to him, and if the if the owner of the barrel stops suddenly, potter, he's potter. Over here, this is like a guy walking and jumping into the into the one. It's like the animal that was walking and he and he tripped into the into the one that was um, that was laying down. Victani potter, and you say in our Mishnah that that he's potter if he crashed in there. So it's a kasha. And that in the case of the malachas berbutza, Potter says, No, the answer is And I'm just speaking about where he was walking on normally. In other words, in our mission, speaking about where he crashed into him, he's walking along normally. So there you could say, but over here, but in the case of the uh, animal walking along and uh, and kicking the uh, one who was laying down, the one who's laying down could say, You have permission to jump, to walk, to walk by and to. And walk over me, but you don't have permission to kick me, and therefore it's not a kasha from the Mishnah, from that Mishnah in this case here. Yeah, Can we answer your problem. The shore becomes a boy. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. It's like boy. That's right. No, he's responsible for the for um, uh, uh, yeah. But in, in this case, the the um, uh, the first of all, according to Shmuel, you could say it, it's a board. But the animal's lying down. The the owner is the owner is it didn't leave him there. It wasn't like he abandoned him there and and he got and he got hurt that way. Uh, he's responsible for um, uh, he's responsible for damage done. But no, no. The, he, let's say let's say even if it is a boar, even if it is a boar. But he's he's responsible for the other animal. You can't say your animal. The animal is not necessarily the, the animal is not Kalim. Uh, you below In other words, but let's say the first animal is a boar. The animal laying down is a boar. But the animal that got hurt, the boar, the boar is responsible for for damage that he does to uh to another animal. You put it for Kalim, for you know for clothing, for vessels. It says for right? If you open up a bore and 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 the shore Homer fell in there, you're responsible for that. That's the case that even if it, even if you're saying it is a bore.